0: Namaste viewers and listeners and welcome to this very special podcast, the Sate podcast in association with Remarkable. Our guest today is a gentleman who is synonymous with the world of cruising, ladies and gentlemen. He needs no introduction. He is Mr. Naresh Rawal, the Vice President Sales and Marketing for Resorts World Cruising. And this organization has truly stood the test of times throughout its journey from choppy waters to smooth sailings the cruise industry has seen a lot of volatile fluctuations dynamism it's a very interesting growing industry and who else but mr naresh Raval to give our industry a bird's eye view on what is the way forward Naresh, thank you very much for joining us and the platform
1: is yours. Okay. Thank you, Reema. Thank you so much for first of all having me on this platform and all the worthy words that you've kind of mentioned. So really grateful to you and obviously very grateful to Team Sate as well. And uh, with this new edition of Sate coming in now, I wish them all the very best and I look forward to meeting all of them in Delhi soon. Beautiful. Yeah. So you did mention about the choppy waters and uh, you know how cruise business has been interesting. So yeah, if if I have to put it across, we are actually truly living in unique times. You know, as companies adapt to find their foothold in the grand scheme of things, the cruise industry, though, though deeply impacted by the global pandemic, is also finding its place, emerging as one of the larger tourism sectors with promising potential growth. The global pandemic did indeed put a temporary halt on the growth of the cruise industry. But on the flip side, Mm -hmm. it had enabled cruise lines to regroup and reset their operations Mm -hmm. at unprecedented speed to enhance its overall operations. Mm -hmm. Most importantly, what it created was new opportunities, breathing life into new companies with a promising potential, such as we went ahead and launched the Resorts World Cruises in Asia. inception of resorts world i would say was very timely and necessary in necessary in reshaping and rebuilding the blocks of a cruising sector in the post-covid era as a new cruise line resorts world had taken affirmative steps and initiatives to grow its brand and boost the overall cruise industry across the different countries in asia so it's been very interesting lots of learning and yes uh you know i would say uh we've passed through this whole thing and i'm assuming that Things are going to be only better going forward.
0: Totally, Naresh, You said, yeah, you've passed through the worst. Actually, I just really hope it's the worst that we all went through. Um, and I think we've all become quite resilient now, Naresh. I think you know whether it's the cruise industry, whether it's the you know outbound, inbound, name it. I think everyone's saying, okay, forget it. Let's see what comes more. I think everyone's got their own shock absorbers. I think uh-huh. for you, it's like an anchor. <laughs> for the rest is the brakes and the shock absorbers but yeah, I think you guys have anchored yourself really well. Varesh, I just want to take, I want you to take us on a journey through your expertise on how do you see the next 5 years panning?
1: Okay, so uh, I would say, you know, for any cruise line because since I come from the cruise industry, I can talk from a cruising perspective. Yes. any cruise line obviously would focus on its domestic home port markets, wow. which obviously is a no brainer.
0: Uh-huh. What's
1: important is that you just can't su- you know, suffice or survive a, a cruise line only by the domestic needs. Uh, there has to be a fly cruise segment that is very crucial towards supporting this continued growth of the cruise tourism industry. Mm-hmm. For example, in our region, India, Malaysia, Indonesia, remain one of the key source markets for the fly cruise segment in Singapore.
0: Correct. And
1: what we also did was with the Genting Dream, we did a dual home port. Now, this doing the dual home ports are actually we are widening the reach of the fly cruise markets for more neighboring countries. So today, an Indian guest has the advantage of either boarding the ship from Singapore or from Malaysia. So it actually opens up the fly cruise segment for both the countries. And this is where Resorts World will continue to redefine and excel in tailoring the offerings. Okay. Similarly, the mice segment from this region, especially from India, has been getting a lot of traction. Wow. We've customized various activities for the mice segments from cuisine to entertainment mm-hmm. to the extent of offering box cricket on the ship. <laughs> so, more corporates and event organizers are fast discovering the convenience and practicality of holding my events on a cruise ship, which yeah. is well equipped with f and event spaces, international performances, and recreational activities that are ideal for it. Okay. So, that's the way I look at the growth in the next five years, which is. So, so
0: you're seeing, you know, you're seeing a lot of activity-oriented tourism very yeah. clearly you know, you mentioned the uh, very interesting concept like the box cricket or you know recreational stuff um, you know a lot of um, films being shot on cruises that's Absolutely. another interesting aspect because you know uh, you, you know how how big a film industry impact is on the indian environment uh, Naresh, how do you see this experience on the Indian, Indian waters? Do you think, I remember once upon a time, it was Lakshwadeep. Uh, do you ever see this happening with us now, in the future?
1: So, while India surely has a vast coastline and so much uh, to explore uh, within uh, you know our country itself. Uh, so, cruising will surely add more value to it. There's so many islands, uninhabited mm-hmm. islands, some so many places that we can actually visit. And you can actually visit them only through a cruise ship. Now, since the inception of Resorts World, which was in the mid of 2022, yes. the response for both the fly crews and the mice has been very positive and very encouraging. Super. We are optimistic. We are very, very optimistic. I would say uh, that the continued or the conti- the growth will continue in the year 2023. We are though surely monitoring the evolving travel requirements and restrictions within the right. region that will or probably may impact the fly crew segments. Sure,
0: sure. You think that might just impact it,
1: yeah? Uh, yes, so I would say I think uh, the guests today have kind of accepted living in this, in the new COVID era.
0: Right.
1: But, but it's still very important for us cruise lines to keep monitoring it on a daily basis of the developments because here you're not just talking about the developments in India, you've got to, possibly look at the developments happening in the other countries where you visit as well so it is very critical for us to keep monitoring it and keep educating our guests
0: nice and uh, like do you see yourself in the future coming via goa and you know do you think your 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 company would ever explore that route
1: well we've I never guess. stopped we've never stopped thinking uh, you know in terms of uh, what we can do next uh, to grow sure. the cruising industry so you never know
0: Absolutely no. It's a very encouraging thing because I'm personally I'm seeing a lot like India's uh, youth today is looking at something very different. Yeah, they have they. I think when I even my own daughter when she talks to me, they're talking about Korea, they're talking about Eastern Europe. You know, they they aren't talking the cliches. So uh, and personally, as 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 a lady, I think cruise holidays are the safest, especially when you're a mother. Because I mean the only thing is okay you have to be careful that it you know you have to be just it doesn't go close to railings but (laughs) it's a very happy it's a very warm clustered environment where food and everything is so beautifully served so I think it's a it's a great plan of action. Um, Naresh my my question to you is um, how do you see the Indian temperament the behavior of the buyers in the India market? It could be both B2C and B2C. You've been walking the market for too long. My question to you is not about tier 1 cities anymore. They've seen it and done that. What's the response from tier 2 and tier 3 cities of India, please?
1: So, As you rightly said, the tier 1 cities for sure have been active forever. I think uh, the tier 2 cities, the way they have reacted is remarkable. You know, uh, in terms of the amount of business that we get possibly from the smaller cities and towns, uh, you know, uh, that's been great. I would say not only from a FIT market perspective, but also from, uh, you know, family groups. You know, we, we've possibly done uh, weddings on board the ship uh, okay. originating from smaller groups, okay. smaller uh, smaller cities. Okay. You know, I, th- I don't think it's right to actually term them as smaller cities uh, anymore now because the way they have expanded and they've grown and the kind of disposable income available with them and the aspiration that these people come with and the way they enjoy their holidays is crazy. You know, I've been on the ship so many times and you obviously keep observing people
0: Yes. and you
1: realize that, you know, like on board, we have something which we call this kind of a newsletter, which we give it to all our guests, which actually carries the activities of what's happening uh, around the ship, at what time and at which venue. It's so nice to see when these guests carry that like a Bible and they would want to go and do every single activity on board. Absolutely. And one more Probable way of gauging is uh, how excited they are uh, at a particular destination not only just on a cruise ship I would say is uh, more the number of cameras that you see outside and people clicking their photographs it just shows you how excited they are being on board because they want to carry those memories back and possibly go back and relive those memories once they back home and show it to the dear ones as well that how much they enjoyed
0: so true I like the word you said relive those memories I think travel is all about re- reliving those beautiful moments of life really I mean uh, I, I think and that's what the, the sea does to you also the sea literally calms you
1: absolutely yeah. the sea it, is it, it, your refreshing
0: it, it, it just takes you on a different uh, mental level Uh, so that's beautiful I hear that Um, you've spoken about regions and I'm so happy you said the excitement that you know India's emerging towns and cities are showing towards cruising Uh, how is it in terms of demography uh, Naresh how do you see the entire demographic clutter uh, when it comes to cruising do you see a lot of senior citizens coming do you see that as a future Uh, do you see a lot of kids bringing their parents in or what's the scene like
1: Okay, so now uh, if possibly this question was asked to me about 15 years back, I would say cruising is for the senior citizens, uh, but that's the way it was. Correct. But I think over the years, the entire concept of cruising has completely changed. So today the ships are multi-generational. Yeah. So when I say there's something happening for the child,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's something happening for the parents, and mm-hmm. so there's something happening for the grandparents as well. Mm. So uh, like. Uh, you know, uh, there are water parks like the Genting Dream. She has a six slide water park. It has a rock climbing wall. It has uh, a zip line. And the, be- the beauty of the zip line is that actually uh, it's 19 decks high. You pass through a rope bus, and when you actually get onto the zip, you're actually zipping 19 decks high over water. So the zip is actually outside the ship. Now, besides that, there are bowling alleys, there are f and there are so many specialty restaurants. So I would say, all in all, it's multi-generational now. So it's not just for the senior, which at one point of time it got uh, synonymous to cruising as an industry. No, no, not anymore. Exactly. That's the That's the reason you see every cruise line today is only getting larger by the size because they need to include so many activities to cater to all these multi-generational guests who are coming on board.
0: Here, you would know, become multi-dimensional, multi-generational, and I think uh, it's an evolution that is very beautiful. I think it's one of the most evolving sector. If I, if, if I'm, you know, if I'm rightly saying this, right. because when you look at other sectors, most of them have, have reached close to maturity. Uh, of course, now uh, people are looking at Iceland and beyond. Uh, but yes, with you around and uh, you know the cruising world around, it's a different experience. Um, Naresh having uh, said that, um, do you have a growth number in mind, please? Like uh, maybe a vision twenty twenty five. I'm not even giving you thirty. But the next two three years, is there a do you see a number game that has happening in terms of its growth from the India market? The Indian market giving you a
1: certain number? See, India is one of the very strong supporters uh, for us, uh, You know, one of the key uh, source markets, I would say. So yes, uh, you know, uh, 2023 may not be the best way of judging how well can India perform because India is still struggling uh, with, uh, you know, uh, airline capacities and the other restrictions that may have come in. So while uh, I'm assuming they're all short lived and we will, uh, you know, go through that, I would say the benchmark year should be the 2019 uh and I've, if i have to look at the growth i think uh, the potential that india has i would say i think india can possibly cater to a couple of more cruise lines even if they were to possibly come as new brands so india is that big a, a market so there is I, I don't think it's going to be right on my part to put a percentage number to it because i think it's going to just cross uh, all possible uh, predictions yeah. of uh, a number game, I would say.
0: Okay, okay. So, you, you're you feeling that... Um, uh, so, you you have so much more to give this industry, Naresh. I think you're like... And your team must be totally busy with new strategies. Anything that you would like to share with us, like a new strategy that's working in your mind uh, to to really penetrate further?
1: So, I think uh, the biggest advantage that we have today is the uh, Genton Green doing a dual home port. Uh-huh. Now, when she does a dual home port, uh, that opens up uh, a different, uh, you know, it opens up two different uh, home destinations for the guests to embark and disembark. So, in our case, it's Singapore and Malaysia. Malaysia. So, it, it opens up a wider market because you're targeting not only the guests who are planning to go for a holiday in Singapore, but you're also targeting the guests going into Malaysia. Now besides that, uh, you know uh, uh, so so one is yes, we are educating the guests uh, on these possibilities. Now besides that is also in terms of catering to the various guest requirements uh, in terms of uh, I'm not sure if you're aware Genting Green she is the only halal certified ship. Yes, that, yes so uh, being a halal certified ship, it actually uh, gets a lot of convenience and confidence for our uh, Muslim guests uh, to come and enjoy. Uh, you know a holiday is a cruise holiday is all about uh, eating and entertaining yourself so you really can't restrict somebody from eating something which they are not confident of you know so like when you are on a cruise holiday you cannot be on a diet it's a sin to be on a diet if you are on a cruise holiday so you know you got to forget those extra kilos come back home uh, back in India and run the treadmill but not on board the ship for sure So, yes, we are working on various aspects, Uh, you know, social media campaigns uh, being planned, uh, opening up various market segments. As I said, weddings is what we do. So that opens up the segment Uh, we do. We also do the Indian weddings uh, with the fire ceremony that's also allowed under permissible limits. Now, besides that, the anniversaries, the birthdays, they're only getting larger by the day.
0: Totally.
1: Uh, what's uh, a segment that's uh, really coming up very strongly is the single women traveler segment. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, so that's huge.
1: Yeah, so you see a lot of these uh, single women uh, wanting to go on board uh, the ship together and uh, possibly having a great holiday uh, on board. So, yes, yeah, so the ship caters to all of these requirements. So as we say, uh, we are very flexible in our approach to make a holiday a, a great holiday, but flexible to the extent that it's not a safety hazard. Of course. The moment we feel it is a safety hazard, uh, I or we, I would say we take a very cautious decision to even say no to business. But we will not compromise on safety for sure
0: absolutely no i have i have seen i've experienced that whole thing any cruise liner Naresh, it's not only about your world absolutely you know whether it's royal caribbean whether it's msc your whole fraternity the exactly. whole shipping fraternity is extremely Uh, particular very sensitive about safety that is absolutely I mean truly truly safe because they go through a drill you go through a protocol it's all a part of the journey I I hear you Um, and Naresh you spoke about the single woman traveler you spoke about multi-dimensional multi-generational stories Um, uh, how do you see um, the evolution of teen travel you know I just by the way Um, Very interestingly, the Indian teen is probably thinking now that, you know what, I'm okay with a break here, I want to go explore the world and some want to do drive holidays and, you know, interestingly, some are discussing cruise holidays, like the the age group of 18 to 21, you know, they're saying we're fine with doing a break here because we're done, I think COVID has changed a lot of mindsets. So, I mean, it's, it's whatever, but he said, Rima, I'm literally getting people in my high-end villa celebrating 40th birthday as if it's their 50th. So, as you said, you know, birthdays are becoming bigger, anniversaries are becoming bigger, and I think venues are um, looking at, uh, you know, at, at novel places, really. And the teens are also looking at a different experience today. India's teens are evolving. I'm not talking about 13 to but the 18, 19, 20s uh, are, are talking, by the way, cruise holidays because and parents are agreeing to send them there because it's reasonably safer because they're going to be all cluttered in one place and you know uh, there was another interesting segment I've heard about is not only the single woman traveler but the single Muslim woman traveler yeah. they, they want to travel together as women they want to also have a good time and they find different venues to this they find resort villas What's your take on this demography, please? So,
1: yes, we have. As we these. said, halal.
0: I'm sorry, but yeah.
1: Yeah, so we have been seeing a good traction on both the segments that you spoke about. So on the teen part of it that you mentioned, yes, uh, you, we do see a lot of teenagers coming on board and having a great time. Yes. We do uh, We do target uh, the age bracket of 18 plus, which are, I would say, uh, you know, university-going students. Yes. So in fact, we are in touch with a lot of these universities uh, and for, for their groups that happen. Because whenever you go and talk to a university or a school, a uh, business school, the first requirement is that it has to be a mix of fun and uh, education. So there is enough, there is enough fun on board the ship. We've spoken about it in the past couple of minutes.
0: Yes.
1: Now, in terms of education, also there is so much to of, so much to learn. You know, uh, these are kids who possibly are looking at uh, a career option at that time. So you open up a career option for them where the captain actually can come and give them a talk on how life is uh, on board. Beautiful. You know. Uh, the hotel director, the hotel director on board a ship is like the GM of a hotel. Now, the difference between a cruise ship and a hotel is a hotel, the guests check in and check out at different times. But on a cruise ship, we'll have 4,000 guests checking in and checking out at the same time. Wow. How does the ship cope up in the couple of hours that they get? Because you cannot have a guest, a new guest, a new set of guests walking in and seeing the cabins dirty. That's the last thing that you want uh, oh, yeah. as, an, as an experience. Yeah. So how does the ship cope up with that? So what is multitasking, what is teamwork, you know, how teams work together, you know, uh, even for hotel schools, we take them into the galleys and uh, show it to them because on a ship, you can't have fires, all the food is cooked on hot plates. Now, I'm a hotel graduate myself, you know, so uh, I I can vouch that what uh, importance uh, the flame has in getting the right texture and the flavor in food. But how do you get that on a hot plate? It's interesting to learn. You know, you can can actually take these uh, students in smaller batches though, uh, onto the bridge. Now the bridge is where the officers navigate the ship. It's so interesting to see that a ship of 150,000 tons actually gets navigated uh, on a joystick. So how is that happening? You know, we've learned about radars, but we can actually show you how things look like on a radar.
0: You said what I really wanted to hear because it's so you know I want to tell the audience that you know when you think of cruising it's just not about entertainment but it's literally infotainment because it's a lot of heavy loaded good quality information live information like I would love my daughters to come and experience to see literally speak to the captain explore this just not go into their Disney worlds you know that's a beautiful part no doubt but to actually train kids to see hey this is a world that works like an army actually it's an army it's a yeah, it's floating a, army if it's you a complete city
1: it. by itself it's a floating yeah. city by itself whatever you could think of right from recycling of uh the heat energy that's produced by the ship how it is recycled back into into the ship to possibly warm up the water the hot water that you possibly get in your cabins in your washrooms you know in the kitchen how it is reused so all these things how you know uh, how this entire recycling process uh, works on board a ship Uh, to the extent of we all of us go for a great entertaining show we go have enjoy it for about 45 minutes to one hour but do we really know what goes behind the scenes and making these shows so great and so entertaining so on board ship you can actually meet up with these artists and understand the kind of effort and the kind of training and the kind of commitment they give to create such an experience for our guests so it's it's, it's as you rightly said it's infotainment you know so it's just so much to learn i i you know I've been in the industry for 20 plus years in the cruising industry I think every time I go on the ship I learn something new and come back
0: uh, i mean I, I, Beresh, I must admit one thing I mean I have been this crazy girl like this because every time I get something and I'm like a little child as i'm a, as if I'm a new reporter, it doesn't it's so it, and you whenever i've seen you on ship you're like one child you know, <laughs> you know you're know, you literally there with you i've seen it and i was observing you and you know at sidelines i'm saying this gentleman has been on the business for 20 years but every time you're on that ship your antennas are up <laughs> like you know what is this to give the guest that little edge and you i'm not saying it because you're my guest today but i believe that people like you uh, give a lot of energy to the industry.
1: I understand.
0: I'm being honest because it's time we appreciate people like you because everything is not just get your job done and move. No, no, you have to give that extra mile. I'm soon moving on to a question purely for Okay. You've seen this organization grow. It's been an organization that has brought the industry together it's their thirtieth year, and I'm. I think you're gonna be there. Yeah, of course. Wow. <laughs> yes. So because I know you never, never to miss a chance to be at important forums. Yeah. Uh, do you have a message for them? Really. I mean, what do you think this industry? They, they are doing for our industry.
1: I don't think Sate needs any words or compliments for you know uh, who they are. I think the way Sate has shaped up is unbelievable. So I would say Sate is a leading and a comprehensive platform that enables cruise lines such as ourselves to promote cruising as a choice vacation for the flight cruise segment. Wow! Mm -hmm. Our presence will definitely create more buzz and help educate customers and travel partners more on the benefit of a cruise vacation. Last year when we actually uh, launched Resorts World Cruises, we were present at Sate. And actually, it was the first day of Saturday when the announcement of uh, Resorts World Cruises coming into existence was announced, and the response was overwhelming. Oh. We hope to replicate the excitement and demand this year as well. And in our own initiatives, uh, we like we will continue to strengthen our presence in different segments in 23, covering young travelers, millennials, couples, families, friends, or, you know, whatever you think of. And we obviously hope to see a ongoing potential segment's growth that may happen from the flight crews, the mice and everything. And I don't think there can be a better platform than Sate to achieve whatever I have mentioned until now. So I think, I would say, we salute Sate for their contribution to the travel industry growth.
0: Beautiful. No, because I mean, it's not because it's a Sate podcast, but Absolutely. it is... Just- it is time, you know, we just don't become myopic. I think it's time to appreciate every industry, they've been in the trade industry, you know, you all have been in cruising, somebody, something else. I think it's time we just celebrate each other. Absolutely. I personally feel this. I mean, Absolutely. it doesn't matter podcast, <coughs> podcast. I think it's time to celebrate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I think
1: I think we cannot uh, shy away from complimenting Sate from what they've done for the industry. Okay. I think yes, so they okay. deserve every bit of you know uh, our appreciation and they truly deserve it.
0: Yes, yes. And, and you know while on field, well you're going to be on a challenging message. Uh, something that you really want to give out to the industry saying that hey guys let's do this together. Something that you passionately feel.
1: All I can say is that it is indeed uh, a great uh, industry to be in. It teaches us a lot, not only to manage the holidays and experiences. I think what it teaches us is to how to manage people, uh, which I feel is the most important element of doing business, whether it is our guests or our people. It is them who make who we are. Times are changing, so we need to change as well, or possibly we're going to be possibly left behind. It mm-hmm. is time to think out of the box,
0: mm-hmm.
1: as what used to work earlier may not work any longer. Sure. The faster that we accept it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the better it would be, and for the overall growth uh, of uh, uh, of the industry. You know, one last note which I have been possibly hearing it uh, since my childhood uh, from my dad, who uh, served in the Indian Army. Uh, he always used to say, "If you sweat in peace, you will bleed less in war." Wow thank you
0: <laughs> yes and he was so right i mean and you all did that right when when there was war you guys put your hands together and worked and you all sweated it out yes and i think that's why you enjoy your success today and well earned success Naresh.
1: thank you very much i know
0: we've all gone through this up and down and whatever we want to call it but yes that's why i say from choppy waters to smooth sailings and i mean it because I know you've gone through choppy waters, I have gone through it personally, you know, work-wise, everything. I mean, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. you know, when you learn something during COVID, you're just hoping for the best, but you know, you want to, you don't want to give up. You know, absolutely. you have so much of faith in your market, in your industry, in your people. As you, I, I really say, he's given such a beautiful message to this industry saying that really, I'm, I don't even feel they're going to ask me questions because I understand them and they understand me. So, beautiful Naresh on this very positive note we started at 1245 almost Uh, 1145 it's 1215 I respect your time and you
1: thank you Rima thank you for all the sweet words that you've said and I think that's uh, while we've appreciated uh, Sate we've appreciated the closing industry it's very uh, important for all of us to appreciate reema as well who uh, has been there in the industry forever that i have possibly entered the industry you were there in your earlier organizations i've known you since then and uh you know you've done possibly more than what you could possibly deliver you know or beyond your limits you've gone beyond that and i truly uh, respect you for what you do and uh, thank you so much for being around and i would say guide us and uh, you gonna keep pushing us to do better
0: and better thank you because um, as media professionals we get brickbacks more than bouquets but <laughs> thank you for the bouquet and my only thing is honestly the only thing I have followed in life is you know don't say someone's bad but do your good so true and really it works and just uh, integrity and honesty is the key to journalism and I don't wanna really dilute that
1: absolutely and i think you've done a great job in that
0: thank you so much naresh. have a wonderful day and we all meet you at Saturday.
1: absolutely and gentlemen
0: Nothing we are signing out with mr naresh Raval, the vice president sales and marketing resorts world cruises thank you naresh and have a wonderful wonderful day
1: thank you so much Hira. thank you bye-bye, bye-bye.